In the name of one God who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning. It was about four years ago now, at this point, that uh, I would first have a conversation with Joe about maybe my family and I were going to close our time in Wyoming and head to Florida. And of course, we would go through that first interview and then uh, got invited to come check this place out. And as we were here, one of the themes of Ashley and I being here, we had three different interviews as we were considering closing one chapter of our life and starting another. And one of the things that we, this was our first interview, and one thing we were just blown away by was the family that was here within the vestry, the young parents and the staff and everyone we got to meet at that time. It was obvious that this was a family united together by Christ. And of course, as that would continue, we we felt a calling to this place. We had a phone interview just to make sure to that we would be co- committed to it. Uh, we had a phone interview with one of those other three, and we said, we have found it. Just by talking to them on the phone, we stopped all other interviews, and we would move our life here uh, to be a part of the family at Church of Our Savior. Well, this morning, I want us to consider the family that we are. And I also want you to consider, as a disciple of Christ, your call into the family business. So you are all part of a great family of the kingdom and children of God, and you do have responsibility within the family business here at Church of Our Savior. To consider those things this morning, we're going to look at the epistle that was read by Paul writing a letter to the young church in Philippi. And we had that that reading in the first chapter, verses 3 through 11. And from that, we can consider what God does inwardly for us, and because of what he does inwardly, what we are able to do outwardly in the family business. As Joe last week started us on a, all, over the Sundays of February, we are going to be looking at different aspects of discipleship. And today, we consider koinonia, or as it says in our letter to the Philippians, um, it says partnership. If you see anything in there that says partnership, that is also fellowship. As Paul is writing with great love, telling the people of Philippi, I have you in my heart I have you in my mind, and I have you in my prayers. That Greek word koinonia, when we hear that word fellowship, I want us to think about the family based on God that we are. And a lot of us, when we think about fellowship, probably think of the joyful gatherings that we have. When we get together and share life, But Paul is reminding those that he wrote the letter to and to us that we are called into something larger than just the way we gather and the parties that we throw and the times we get to share life together. We are called to be ministers of the gospel, to partner in the family business of discipleship. So to be a family and to be part of a family business, we have to know what our product is. 
is, what we produce. Our very product is the gospel and the partnership within the gospel. And what is that product? What is that gospel that we in our own are sinful creatures? And somewhere along the line, we become aware of that and that we have no power in our own to escape it. This leads us to the life, death, and resurrection of Christ where we experience our salvation. And from that point, we are justified and then we day by day are sanctified into the image of Christ. And then we know our forgiveness, that we are forgiven and that becomes our identity. And then we, until the day that either Christ comes back to take us home or that happens before Christ comes back, we are made finally holy and purely righteous by the work of Christ. This is our product in the family business. So knowing our product, knowing that God comes within and changes us, real life change, and that day by day we will go through seasons of disbelief, seasons of anger, Seasons of suffering, but day by day, God is making us into his image through these tough seasons in our lives. And from that, we are greatly blessed, and then we become the blessing. So I want us to consider the family business. What true fellowship on the gospel, being true partners of the gospel, actually means for us all. As Joe spoke last week about being together in worship and how that thanksgiving flows to all of us, knowing what comes inside and living a life of resurrection in faith, we all get to that point where we know that we are investing in others. Because how God comes in and we have life change from that, our eyes begin to turn. And his grace and mercy, it, we know that we have changed. And then we begin to share that blessing and that hope and that change with others. Now, last week, we were probably all watching the Super Bowl. And how it is a 11 men on the field at any time that are exhausted and yet playing together for one another and trying to win the ultimate game and the championship. While 70,000 screaming fans that might need to some exercise of their own are actually <laughs> participating, they're, they're cheering them on and being spectators. As great as the Super Bowl is, that is not a picture of the New Testament church. As we consider how we invest in others and how true Christian fellowship in koinonia is a partnership in the gospel, that is how being partners that we share with everybody else. Let's consider a few marks of discipleship and how we all have a calling on our lives. You probably, if you have read Paul, realize he's, he loves that imagery of the body of Christ and how every single part, every one of you are a part of that body called into the partnership and ministry of the gospel, as Paul is saying to all of those he's writing to in Philippians. Now, I, have, I am not 
a doctor. That's the big disclaimer. But I have never heard anybody say, well, look at the gallbladder. The gallbladder produces bile and some of these other things. It's kind of gross in its own self, but it is so important to the body. And if you have ever been one of those that has dealt with a failing gallbladder, you know how painful and how all the other systems can begin to shut down without the use of the gallbladder. Now, I have never heard anybody say, I want to be the gallbladder in the body of Christ. (laughs) But... There is a role within this church being partners in the ministry of the gospel for all of us. And as Joe mentioned last week, not in obligation or I think I should do this, but out of a life of joy, of that inward transformation and how the grace and mercy of Christ just oozes out of us. And we begin that partnership in the gospel within the ministries and the councils, both in the walls of the church as well as in the broken world that is out there. We receive the blessing. It changes us, and then we become the blessing. If I, As we opened up to that song, as we gather at the river, one of the marks of discipleship is that we mature into our life with Christ across that spectrum of sanctification and salvation, and that we don't ever stay still. As we are considered that imagery of gathering at the river, the great current of the St. John's River, and then on each side of the bank, the grace and mercy of Christ as we continue to flow down the middle with that current. That is what God is doing with us, moving us as Paul urges us in Philippians as we mature and grow day by day into his likelihood and his image. We are able to discern and to trust um, where we can make love abound, as is his language to the Philippians. Another mark we consider is participation. There is a call on all of our lives to be an active, changed vessel of the grace and mercy of Christ as we invest in one another. In the 8 o'clock service, I mentioned names. Kurt Oheim. Emily Gary, Margaret Hutton, Lloyd Brown, and there are so many others in my life that in different seasons have poured into me. And they didn't do it just because they thought I needed to be scolded or a better kid. They knew the love of Christ. It changed them, and then they wanted to share that with me. Consider in your life the testimony of those that have poured into you. Because Christ changed them and then they walked in life through the great sufferings and through the great celebrations. They were there in true Christian fellowship in the family of God being partners of the very gospel, walking step by step with you. Some of you are on the end of that relationship with God right now where somebody is being that, being used by God in your lives. Others are you are that person that has answered the call of discipleship and you are walking with someone else. There are so many ways within this church that it manifests, that you're changed on the inside and you realize the call on your life. 
There are those in pastoral care that take the sacrament and that would meet with people in hospital rooms, in their homes, at coffee houses, just saying, how are you? And instead of the weather or sports conversations, they're really talking about where they are and how God is working in them. There are those of you that walk alongside our children and our youth. There are those of you that prepare the altar for us for worship in so many different ways that I could highlight that we are called into partnership of the gospel. We hear the heart of Paul as he's writing from prison, but remembering the joy, the joy that cannot be taken of him as he remembers in his heart, in his mind, and in his prayers, Timothy and Lydia and the jailer and so many more that would be a part of the church of Philippi. Well, we are church of our Savior. And much like Paul I remember you in my heart. I remember all of you in my prayers as well as in my mind. And I'm thankful for the family that is here and for the family business of being partners in the gospel that we are all called to. All praise be to our Lord and Savior for changing us and how he may, we receive the blessing and then we become his blessing to a broken world that needs to experience it so much. Amen.